Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Good afternoon, Charles Kelly from Money Tips. Well, the good news at the moment in the UK is that the economy is bouncing back and the numbers of job adverts and job vacancies are definitely on the rise. Um, A record number of jobs have been advertised now, particularly in the building trade, plasterers, uh, decorators, that sort of thing. And that probably reflects the the building boom that's going on, uh, not just on big projects like HS2, but you can see all around building is still carrying on here. Commercial conversions, um, people extending their their homes uh, because it, it is quite expensive to move at the moment, especially with the, the massive stamp duty we pay and taxes. So a lot of people are just buying a house and then extending it backwards, sidewards, upwards. You know, the government have, res- have relaxed the rules uh, to allow people to to extend their homes and make larger homes from the same property. So that that's created a kind of back to work kind of boom. And there's a lot of demand for for building workers and plasterers. I I do realize that also a lot of uh, people from Europe have gone back home during during the pandemic and many have not returned uh, for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, so that that has created a bit of a shortage. But however, I mean, I've got tenants from Eastern Europe. They've got no intentions of going home or if they go home for a while, they come back. I think there are certainly more jobs here in, in the UK than there are in a place like Romania and Bulgaria, for instance. So th- th- they will come back. But, th- you know, th- th- there is a, at the moment, it is difficult to get hold of tradesmen, plumbers, um, just general handymen and uh, uh, electricians and all these tradesmen that you, you need. Roofers, they're all in short supply at the moment, or maybe they're just all very, very busy. But that's all good news that things are on the move. And, you know, you can see when you go out in the streets now, the traffic is back there. I mean, traffic jams are good for the economy. If you see a lot of traffic on the road, to me, that's a sign that there's activity out there. Things are moving. The economy is moving. When it's dead, you know that nothing's going on. You think, where is everybody? You know, that's what I like to see. Now, the UK economy grew by 4.8% between April and June, according to figures uh, from the Office for National Statistics, the ONS. And they showed the expansion in the what they call the gross domestic product or the GDP, which was partly fueled by retail, restaurants and hotels. Of course, hotels are having a bit of a boom at the moment. Um, Service accommodation, Airbnb accommodation have all jacked their prices up to crazy levels. I mean, you you just want to rent a house in Devon at the moment. It could be three or four thousand pounds a week. So. Uh, but, but perhaps they've, they're making up for lost time last year. But certainly in all the resorts in the UK, they're all busy and, and full. And, and restaurants are busy again. I, when I go out on the streets now, I see a good good number of people out there. Also tourists in London, perhaps not all from overseas, but certainly tourists uh, from, from different parts of the country moving around, taking their holidays in the UK. Um, I, I'm doing the same thing myself this year. It's just not worth all the hassle of, of traveling abroad and all the tests and the, the extra money and the hassle. Um, but maybe it's not as much hassle as people think. I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. 
Education also boosted the economy as schools reopened in the second quarter. Um, However, the figure was slightly below what the Bank of England expected, which was a 5% rebound. Now, it should be remembered that we don't normally get growth figures like this. And last year, we had the biggest uh, fall of 10% in the economy. So the economy is still just under you know 4.5% smaller than it was before the pandemic. So we're playing catch up here. And uh, so th- these sort of figures of a growth of 4.8% in a quarter is, is not normal for a for a you know mature economy like like the UK, it might happen in in growing economies and developing economies, but it doesn't normally happen here. And I, I think we're seeing a similar thing in America: record number of job vacancies. Uh, but it, it should be remembered that um, <clears throat> uh, we 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 could see a downturn, uh, an increase in unemployment when the furlough scheme comes to an end uh, at the end of next month. And in America, also. A lot of their schemes are unwinding as well. Similar job retention schemes are unwinding. So we're going to see a lot of people maybe put out of work or coming off support in America, as it were. And and that could because we don't know if the people who will be, um, say, let go by their employers when the furlough scheme comes to an end. We don't know if those people will get the jobs that are being advertised. I mean, if you're let go because, you know, your retail store is closing down, you can't necessarily go and work as a plasterer on a building site. So we'll have to see how that works out but things that are, are are up on up on on the move you know we've come out of the lockdown this year many countries i know are still in lockdown and have had this second wave and some countries in the far east didn't even have a first real wave and now they've got a this this new wave this this new variant and they're all under lockdown and some some places are under curfew which we never really had in the uk it wasn't that severe but it looks like things are under control here so, so that's good news. Um, but there could still be some more uh, problems to come. Uh, the government are still spending you know, billions to keep the economy afloat artificially. The stock market is at record highs almost, as is the property market. So how long that will continue, nobody really knows. But when I look at, say, investing in, in property, there aren't really any properties. It's very hard to find bargains out there, certainly in, in the London area. Um, and I did published some figures yesterday on where are the, the the most affordable and the least affordable properties in the UK. Uh, cities like Winchester came out high, St Albans, um, Bath and, and Greater London. Uh, places in Northern Ireland were the cheapest or most affordable to buy based on average salaries. So in the highest places, you would need 14 times the average salary in that area to buy a house. That's in Winchester um, and it, it was a bit less in London than Greater London. Obviously, they're taking Greater London as it's a big area, Greater London, you know, 7 million people, you know, runs from one end to another, nearly 20 miles. So it's a big area. But it, it, this is not central London. This is not Kensington or Marble Arch or Mayfair, um, but Greater London. So Winchester, St Albans are, are higher in, in in the affordability scale when you compare average incomes to the price of the average property so it but it it is difficult to find a bargain for buy to let investors where the yields are right because property prices have risen so much this year across the board over 10 percent you know on average according to some figures maybe eight or nine percent according to other figures but it's still a big jump so it's not easy to find bargains but you know 
the market might settle down. I'm seeing some price reductions in London. So we'll have to see how it goes as we come into the autumn and the winter, which is a traditionally a quiet time. So we'll see how that goes. Certainly the stock market, uh, every expert says that prices are, are at a crazy level. Uh, the P.E. ratios are, you know, some some companies have got P.E. ratios in the 50s and 60s and 100s. And, and that, that indicates that the stock is expensive. So the stocks are definitely stock markets. The large stock markets are definitely due for a correction in the S&P 500 or the FTSE 100 index. The S&P 500 index is mostly boosted by these, the fangs, the, the high tech stocks, which again are ludic- ludicrously overpriced. I mean, Tesla, how can... Tesla's market value be worth more than, you know, Toyota and General Motors and Ford. It just doesn't add up. Doesn't make sense. These prices are just uh, crazy. So we we are probably due for a correction. To me, this is a time to not go out. I know the government wants you to go out and spend money, but it's also time to save money, manage your money, and look after your money because we might be in for a for a long winter ahead when we have to start paying for all of these government spending stimuluses that have going on. Uh, that's got to be paid back somehow, probably through higher taxes, and we, which we've already had hints of. So, you know, I think it's a time to stay, to, to, to be a bit cautious, um, manage your money well, uh, you know, look at your investments. And, you know, if you'd like to learn more about investments and managing your money or getting into property, you know, you don't need money to get into property or you'd just like to be financially free without working any harder, watch my free video and I'll put a link up down below. And as a special gift, I'll give you a special tool that will enable you to get immediate control of your finances. So thanks for listening and have a, have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 